Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 105. Do you have nature deprivation? You can listen to this podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. Check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Let's pop in your earbuds and let's take a ride together. Thank you so much for joining me today. Spring has sprung. It's April. The weather's starting to change. Unfortunately, it's already getting too hot here in South Florida. Maybe I'll have to go somewhere this summer that's just a little bit cooler. Time to think about those summer travels if you're able to travel. Planning is part of the whole experience. Looking and Thinking of places that you possibly could go and afford. Make it realistic. Don't overextend yourself. But it's not just going on the trip. It's all the planning up until that point. So get into it. Start thinking about your summer plans. Check out my Instagram account. I posted a reel about stone stacking, which is also called Karen. And it supposedly started way back when for the Scottish And they would stack stones to mark where they've been. You may have seen stone stacking on hiking trails. I saw it in the Red Rock Canyons in Nevada. And I purchased my own little um, stacking stone box, a small thing of stones. And I got it at Marshall's, believe it or not. So check out my Instagram. I show you how I stack my stones and talk a little bit about the benefit of stone stacking. Yes, stone stacking can improve your mental health. So check it out at Wide Open Spaces with Elise on Instagram. Okay, this is episode number 105. Do you have nature deprivation? So I was watching this week and a interview with James Cameron, the director. You know the one who did The Terminator, The Abyss, Titanic, and Avatar. Yes, that James Cameron. And you're probably saying, what does he have to do with a mental health podcast? Well, just give me a listen and let me talk a little bit about what he said in his interview. First thing that amazed me listening to him was all of his movies derived from a dream that he had. The Terminator, he had a dream about this big metal robot that became human-like. In Avatar, it was him dreaming about nature and the importance of nature. I've always felt that dreams are such um, a window into our soul and things that are important to us and things that worry us and things that we could make happen in our lives. And this is what he does with his dreams. It just fascinated me that this person who makes these amazing movies that they came from his own personal dreams. And it showed me that, well, we can all make our dreams come true, just like James Cameron. And so in this interview, talking about how he made this movie, he talked a lot about Avatar. And the first Avatar is in the jungle type of woods, and the second is the sea, and how it derived from dreams about nature. He talked about nature deprivation disorder. This is where my ears kind of perked up. 
I mean, being in the therapy world, I never heard of nature deprivation disorder. So of course, it sounds like what the words are, but I needed to be more inquisitive and look into it. Now, it is not a diagnosis. It's not in the DSM books where they diagnose you with different mental health and psychological disorders. Excuse me. But it was coined the phrase by by the author Richard Louv, L-O-U-V. In 2005, he wrote a book called The Last Child in the Woods. And he coined this phrase, nature deprivation disorder. Now, I haven't read the book, but what I have read up on it is about how technology is truly affecting our children and us as adults in society. But his book focuses on the child in the woods. Now, the kids of today do not know a world without a tablet, a computer, a smartphone, virtual reality devices. I mean, back when I grew up, we had video games that we could play on our TV, which was so exciting, Atari. I mean, we had on TV where you could watch three different movies at night at certain times of night. We didn't have satellite TV. We didn't have um, DVRs to tape things. We had phones in our homes and our businesses, and we had pay phones. We didn't have computers. The most that I had was in my teenage year was word processors when I was in college. So for those of us that are adults who grew up in that time period, we know what it's like not to have technology. But the kids of today don't. Their worlds revolve around technology. So does mine. I mean, being a podcaster and a blogger, I mean, that's where I produce everything that I do. My research my micro podcast, my reels, my podcast, my blog, all of it is technology. I've adapted to the world, but these kids know nothing different. And so that's where this nature deprivation disorder comes in. It's a lack of being outside. It's as simple as that. The kids are inside too much, we're inside too much, even when we're socializing and meeting with people, where our phones are right next to us, somebody's texting us, we respond. A call comes in, we either answer it or we decline. Something messaging might pop up, you look at your phone. The technology is weaved through every part of our life. It's interchangeable. It's there at all times, even when you're outside. And so scientists are noticing that people are starting to have effects, children and adults, from not being out in nature. You see, nature's organic. We are organic. Humans and nature are all part of one thing. Nature grows, nature breathes, nature needs water, nature needs food, just like humans. And I just read an article recently that plants and trees have a sound, a vibration that the human ear cannot hear, but technology can pick up. So it's alive just like us. And however this world was made and and life was brought to be, 
humans were meant to be one with nature. And how do I know that? Just think about vitamin D. The sun, a planet that warms our planet, that gives us light, that creates photosynthesis in plants to have them grow and live, puts off the vitamin, vitamin D. Humans need the vitamin to survive. They've noticed that people who, and children, who have not spent enough time outside have vitamin D deficiencies. A deficiency because they are not outside with nature enough. That doesn't mean going outside and burning your skin in the sun. That's unhealthy too. It doesn't mean staying out when it's hot and you feel like you're going to get dehydrated and pass out. It can be done in small intervals. But our bodies need to physically be outside. And how I know is that vitamin D. Now, I have always escaped outside because I suffered from malignant, excuse me, malignant melanoma. See, I don't like the word, so I got tongue-tied when I was 26 years old. So I've avoided the sun. Yes, I'm a strawberry blonde with blue eyes, but I don't have that typical white, very white skin. My daughter does, believe it or not, but I don't. And so I was a sun bunny and lemon juice in my hair and body oil and the only thing I did was cover my eyes so my eyes would stay young. Huh. Little did I know that at 26, I would get malignant melanoma from that. So I've stayed out of the sun most of my life. And then COVID came. And I didn't want to stay in the house all the time. I, I think I would have lost it, literally. So every day, and if you've listened to me, you know that I had outside time. And I began to feel different spending time outside every day. I'm sure it was the vitamin D, but it was also being one with nature that I'll get into a little further in depth. And I got nervous as the world started getting back to normal or the new normal. It's still never going to be the same. I didn't want to lose that because now I was dropping my kids off places and running errands again and being able to go and do things that we avoided. And I didn't want to lose that because it gave me a feeling of being healthier, improved mood, improved the way I felt inside. And so I've never lost it. I literally go outside every day. I sit outside. Yes, getting a dog helped because she likes to run around. She's a medium-sized dog, but... I think I'd be lost at this point. I would almost be like a withdrawal symptom for me because my body needs to be one with nature. There are ways that they have shown, besides the vitamin D deficiency, there can be a, um, when you go outside in nature, your blood pressure can lower. So if you suffer from blood pressure issues, They've monitored people and they've seen how their blood pressure goes down when they become one with nature, especially when they make it a consistent pattern in their daily lives. Those who don't go out in nature enough become more stressed, become more agitated. You might not even think as clear. You may feel more depressed. Your lack of motivation, feeling agitated and jumpy more, the studies have shown 
that depriving yourself of nature creates this type of physical and emotional imbalance. You know when you're sitting inside too much, you can gain weight because you're not active. You can lose muscle tone. Being in nature is just essential. It's part of who we are. When Earth started, there wasn't homes and roofs. Humans had to adapt, but they were born out in the open and had to learn to survive the environment and the circumstances around us. And as we've evolved, well, we have these places that are shelter and protect ourselves. But that doesn't take away the fact that chemically our bodies need to be one with nature. And so that's what nature deprivation is. When you don't spend enough time in nature, your body is becoming deprived of what it needs organically, biologically, and mentally. And you may say to yourself, this is too in-depth. This is just about nature. Yeah, because we're nature. And we need to be a part of it. There are many ways that you can find in your daily life to incorporate nature into your routines. So let's start out with a quote to kind of get you moving in the right direction and thinking about how you can incorporate nature into your daily life. This quote was by Robert. Excuse me, I'm losing my voice today. Okay, this quote is by William Shakespeare. The earth has music for those who listen. The earth has music for those who listen. And that's where we're going to begin with that today. You have to open yourself up. You have to break down those walls that kind of keep us contained. Bring those walls down and let nature envelop you. Some things you can do to go out into nature that can help you to start to feel connected with the organic Mother Earth. I like to go outside and place my bare feet on either the concrete, the sand, if you're in um, Arizona and up in that part of the country, the red earth. Wiggling your toes and getting into the dirt is grounding yourself like roots. You're becoming one with nature like a plant. The soil and the earth nurtures the plant. And as you wiggle and dig your feet and feel the earth amongst you, with you, you're nurturing yourself. You're connecting with the organic nature, with your human self. And there's something that happens while you're doing this. Go outside. Look for wildlife. Here in Florida, we have lizards and iguanas and alligators and spiders and butterflies. Look for these things. They're all around you, but when you don't pay attention, you may see them, but you don't acknowledge them in your brain. Take the time to sit and search and look. Watch the birds. They're the easiest thing you'll find. But start to look for common creatures 
wherever you live, you, no matter in the desert, there's scorpions, there's other types of life. Here we have raccoons and opossums and bobcats. Look for the things that are around you. Look for the wildlife. Go up to a plant. Feel the leaves. Look at the veins in the leaf. Veins like we have in our body. That nu the nutrients and the water comes up through the roots to the veins to supply the plant with nutrition. Just like we put nutrition and water and food and nutrients that goes through our body and nurtures every cell inside of us, just like a plant. I like to find a nice shady spot under a tree and sit on the grass, not even putting something underneath me so that I'm one with the land. I'm one with nature. And before you start to read or whatever you decide you want to do under that tree, breathe in the scents. Feel the trunk behind you that you lean against of the tree. Put your hands on the grass and feel the blades of grass. Maybe take your shoes off and feel the grass under your feet. Look at your environment and take it all in before you start to work or whatever you may choose to do under that tree. Take in the nature, take the break. The beauty of this is you're incorporating your work with nature. Imagine how much more productive you could be. I mean, so many workplaces now either work from home or they have these different places near their offices where you can go outside and you can also work on your computers. I mean, if you've ever been to Google's headquarters in California, you know what I'm talking about. There's so many places where you can work outside. And so when you go to work outside, first become one with nature. Give yourself that little bit of that mental health break, take it all in, and then start working. And I bet you, you'll be more productive because you've just nurtured yourself with the land, the vitamin D from the sun, the smell of the beautiful air, the feeling of the grass and the shade from the tree. Maybe gardening is something you might like. You know, a lot of people who take care of plants say there's something magical about it. I don't have a green thumb, I've tried, I really have. It just doesn't work for me. But there are some people who are really good at it. And maybe it's just starting out with one plant. And studies have shown how the chemical in our brain start to change and the endorphins start to flow and our stress levels begin to lower, blood pressure lowers as one is nurturing a plant, feeding it water, taking off the dead leaves, making sure it gets enough sun, but not too much sun, making sure that it's in the right size pot for it to grow. Taking care of something else can be so rewarding. It doesn't mean that you have to take care of another human or even a pet, but plant, a plant, a tree, nurturing it. Maybe it's a plant that blooms beautiful flowers, and by you taking care of it, Flowers begin to bloom and there's your satisfaction that you know that you're nurturing or taking care of this plant to the best of your abilities. 
And people who do this say there's such a sense of self-satisfaction in seeing the results of taking care of something else that's not themselves, but is a part of them because it's nature. Fishing is a beautiful way to go and be in nature. You're outside, you're standing there, you know that there's fish in the pond, you're connecting with the water. Remember, it's just being outside. It's getting that vitamin D, it's walking, taking a hike, but not just walking, stopping and looking what's around you. Maybe you'll see some of those stone stacking rocks as you walk with people's different intentions, not just marking a place that they've been, but intentions and their spirituality. And hopefully as you are in nature, you will feel more spiritual. You will gain the strength that being one with nature can cause the chemical reaction that it causes. How about just going outside, closing your eyes, and bringing your face towards the sun? Not too long, but for a short amount of time. Feel the sun on your face, the warmth. It feels good. You know, all those times when I kept myself out of the sun, I missed the sun. I mean, literally, I felt the withdrawals and the craving of wanting to be out there, not baking myself like I used to bake, but when I would see people outside and being free in the sun, I, I was jealous, I was envious because my body was literally craving this. Do I know if I had a vitamin D deficiency? No, it's never showed up in any of my blood work, but who knows as time went on if I didn't. I've changed my whole thinking. I can still go outside and be protected with limited amounts of time and I can let for five minutes look up at the sun with my eyes closed and let the sun beat down on my face to feel the warmth, to feel the glow. And if you go out and do that, allow yourself to do that, you will notice a change in the way you feel. You're getting the vitamins. You're taking in nature and what's around you. Now, I'd like to challenge you. Get a notebook. Yeah, notebook. Not your technology, because remember, technology is what keeps us from nature. And if you were to use your smartphone, like I say a lot of times to jot things down, then all of a sudden something's going to pop up on your phone. You're going to feel the need to look at it. And before you know it, you're not focusing on the nature around you. You're focusing on your smartphone again. So bring a notebook and pick a color of a pen that's your favorite color. It has nothing to do with it, but it makes it more pleasant. It increases the happy feeling inside of you because it's a color that you love. And I want you each time, and at least set two times a week. If, if you're saying to me right now, I can't find that time. Well, I could debate with you with that I can't, but I'm gonna give you that. And I'm gonna say, it, if you can't, Pick two times a week, two days that are the most realistic that you can take some time out during the day when the sun's out to go outside. And I want you to jot down any negative feelings that you might be feeling or physical feelings that you might be feeling before you do this. 
And then I need you to be out there for at least 10 minutes. Do things that I mentioned or things that you love to do in nature, you know what is best for you. And then I want you to write down if you've noticed any changes in your thought process, in the way you feel physically, decretion of, you know, your, your stress levels decrease, you know, decreased, your tension in your neck is decreased, whatever you notice in yourself and jot it down. And it may not be much in the beginning. The point of documenting this is to see the changes. And if there are weeks where you couldn't, jot down the changes that you are noticing in the deprivation. You will start to feel that deprivation, that nature deprivation disorder starts to kick in because your body is getting what it needs by being one with nature. And when you deprive it, your body starts to notice it and physical and emotional symptoms begin to happen. So I want to challenge you to take this notebook idea and do this for yourself and notice. And if you are somebody who already incorporates nature into your life, like myself, challenge yourself, push yourself a little further and try some new things that you haven't done in the past that incorporate nature. Now, I also want you to focus on the evening. There are a lot of things that happen in the evening. Now, we don't get the vitamin D from the sun, but there's a whole different aura when we go outside in the evening. It's cooler. It's darker. There's a whole different sense of sounds. The cicadas, the crickets, the birds that are making their last chirps for the night. You can hear, if you're near water, things jumping in the water. And you look up at the sky and you look at the solar system and the stars and the beauty of it and feeling the cooler breeze on your face. And you can sit in the ground and you can still put your feet in the earth. You can still sit under a tree. You can still do all those things. But now it's at nighttime. I do both. I do during the day, earlier in the day, and then I do the golden hour. You know the golden hour where it's that perfect point that the sun is starting to set and when you take pictures, it gives you this golden glow. I go out almost every day at golden hour and I stay through sunset. I am fortunate enough that I face the west so I do see the sunset. And if you don't, then try the sunrise. Do the opposite. Make time to do the sunrise. Watching the sunrise gives you a sense of magic and energy. And as you watch the sunset, it's the closing on a day and it's a sense of message to your brain that it's time to wind down and relax and do some self-care and nurture yourself with a healthy meal so that you can have a nice, good night full of rest. Yes, this is how nature affects our body, chemically, physically, emotionally. So I challenge you, get that notebook and try it out. So you don't have to say that you have nature deprivation disorder. Here's a great quote by Katrina Mayer. Time spent amongst trees is never wasted time. Oh, 
I love that because I love trees. If you've ever been to Muir Woods near San Francisco, it is actually one of the most phenomenal experiences I've ever had. Sitting amongst those giants of trees, there is, I didn't want to leave. I had a chemical, literally had a chemical reaction that I wanted to just stay there and be amongst those trees. There was this feeling inside of me that came alive. So time spent amongst trees is never wasted time. If any of you live in the Arizona area where they have those energy vortexes, I've been there. I literally felt different after being in those areas because whatever the earth is emitting, my body was able to absorb, just like being with these giant trees in mere woods. Nature does such a magnificent dance with inside of ourselves. And read this quote refers back to what I was talking about looking at your environment, looking for the wildlife, looking around you. This quote is by Andy Warhol. Land really is the best art. So if you're having trouble when you're out in nature, look at it as art. Look at the colors and the shades and the ankle, the angles and the curves. I am tongue-tied today. I'm so sorry. Look for all of that and see how land can really be a form of art. And one of the last quotes before I end, I have one more after this, is all about the earth and how we are not taking care of the earth and nurturing it the way it nurtures us. We're taking a lot away from this organic being that is a part of who we are and who we need. And as humans, if we take too much, we won't have it anymore. And so that this quote is a Native American proverb. And I love that it's a Native American proverb because they are so in tune to the earth. We don't inherit the earth from our ancestors. We borrow it from our children. We want our children's bodies to be able to get the organic needs and the vitamin and everything that it gets from being one with nature. But if we don't take care of the earth, our children will not have that same benefit as us. So please recycle, conserve, do all that you can in your power to help protect Mother Nature. And on a last positive note, this is by Robin Williams. Spring is nature's way of saying, let's party. And that's how I wanna end this with, I want you to look at nature and spring and summer that's coming up as a time to party, to go out, take care of yourself. It's okay to go outside. You don't need to ex excuses or to feel guilty that you're taking time away from your chores and what you have to do because you tell yourself, I need this for my health. I need to go outside for my health. So let's party, get out there, go see nature, do what you need to do to take care of you. Thank you so much for joining me at Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. And remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. And until next week, my friends, ciao. Check out my blog and go to my Instagram and Facebook.